to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Podcastica, a Doctor Who review podcast here on NOTLG.com, episode 232, The Girl in the Fireplace. My name is John, and joining me is my good friend who always brings a banana to a party is Taylor. Taylor, hello, sir. Hello. How's it going? Uh, it's going well. It is, uh, it's, it's been, as they say, a minute. Um, more like a month. It's been more like a month. Yes. Well, uh, you know what? What a fit, what a fitting episode for us to review today. Um, it feels like feels like a minute, but it's been a month. Yes. Yes. It, well, well put. There you go. Uh, how you doing, sir? Um. Oh boy, I I feel like since the last time I recorded, um, two weeks ago, I feel like that two weeks has been a month because Lordy be. Oh boy. Life's life's been a little crazy between let's see the wife starting the school year, my son starting a school year, my other child starting the school year tomorrow. Oh, um, Delta. Um, yep. Bathroom remodeling. <laughs> yeah. Um, and now bathroom remodeling paused because we're waiting on tile, uh, which is never a dull thing, I guess. Oh boy. Oh yeah. Life is life is exciting, but. Um, we're here we're healthy you know at the end of the day i can't complain all that much i can only complain about everybody who's not getting their butts vaccinated yes or wearing masks because you all suck and you all need to do that <laughs> yes indeed everyone does need to do that i have feelings and you know what i may make them known over the course of this episode john my friend how are you doing holy moly it has been a minute my friend uh i've been gone for I think two episodes at least. You yes, you have been gone two whole episodes. Um, yeah. So I mean, at the beginning or the end of oh boy, August is almost over. That's how ridiculous this yes, is. Yes, this is true. So at the beginning of the month, I was still gone. I was I was back in New England with uh, with Lauren. We were making the rounds uh, <laughs> with her family and her friends, and you know it was a full on vacation. I mean. I think I literally only did one media thing. I I recorded my um, wrestling stream the first Sunday I was there, and then that was that was the end of that. Uh, but yeah, it was a full on vacation. It was a lot of fun. I got back, and then I'm trying to remember Taylor why I didn't record. Oh, because one day the first time you recorded without me was the first week. No, it was the. Um... The last week in July, that was when Terry and I... Right. So I had just Flight. left. Yes. And then, like, when Dan and I recorded on the 9th, which, I had, again, folks, it's a great episode. Go back and listen to that one, watching the Aztecs. That was literally the day you guys got back. Yes. That. We had literally just gotten back. Um, I need to listen to both those episodes. You do. I need to watch both of those episodes as well. But where where's the time gone? Because also this week... This weekend, it's just been crazy. It's been nonstop for us over here. the The weekend we got back, Lauren was on set all week, all mm. weekend, and then this past weekend, uh, I was in Las Vegas for SummerSlam, and that was a uh, that was a whole thing. Yeah, 
Um, I mean, I am I am vaccinated. Everyone I went with was vaccinated, but you you just never know. It's it's um it's uh I think I was it was too much go 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 to really uh to really think about it too much, but um yeah, it was it was pretty pretty weird. Um people a lot of people were wearing masks. There's some people that, you know, were not wearing masks. Um I know it is Vegas. It is Vegas and I will say the the new stadium, the Raiders Stadium, there is is beautiful. Yeah, um, they have it was ninety eight outside, Oof. and then when we got inside, I kid you not, it was sixty five degrees. <laughs> I believe it. They have apparently under the entire floor is just air conditioning units just pumping wow. it. Yeah, it was a cool 65 in there, and I was like, this is great. And they also had every attendant, whenever they saw somebody not wearing a mask, they went up to them, every single attendant, and said, That's hey, good. put it on. And they were like, I'm good. eating. And they're like, all right, I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> Keep my eye on you. Yeah, it was great. It, you know, I felt very, um, I, I guess, safe among 50,000 plus. Jesus. Yeah, okay. so... So um I have I haven't gotten tested yet. I need to set that up just to be safe. Yeah. But um, hurt. it yeah. sounds like breakthrough cases are kind of like showing about 5 days after exposure. So Oh yeah. Well, it's, yeah. I mean I was in the thick of it the first night anyway, so Yeah. Yeah. So you're probably right about there. Right about there now, yeah. Um but it was overall it was fun. It was this is my first like live event I've been to and it was it was interesting and on the way back we stopped at um the alien uh yes. beef jerky place. Yes, love that place. I bought a Area 51 sign. Uh I almost I bought I almost bought a license plate, a Nevada license plate that said Area 51. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I then I was like that. uh I would rather have the the if you enter you will be murdered sign. Oh, right. Yes. So I ended up getting that one instead. Nice. Um, but yeah, that place is uh, is crazy. Mm-hmm. That yeah. place is is absolutely wild. Also, I literally haven't been there in like a decade, so I'm glad they're still. Well, they still they apparently well. upgraded. One of the people I was with was like, when I came here last, they had one bathroom and it looked awful. <laughs> and he's like, and they've remodeled the entire thing. There's also a hotel there. Wow. Yeah. And very very crazy stuff um we also passed by i think i saw you and taylor or i'm sorry you are taylor you and ernesto having you and ernesto having a conversation about perump uh we probably did at one point uh, we passed a sign for for perump and i went oh yeah. we did a show about that place we did and um i mean i guess that's another thing that's you know what let's go into what's making us happy this fortnight before yeah. i so we could just get into that. And I'll let you go first because I've been nonstop talking for like five uh, minutes. Jeez, dude. I mean, I'll be honest. Like right up through the end of last week, I was like, I have no idea what's making me happy right now. Like I, I was just yeah. stressed. Like everything was like doom and gloom. Um, so, yeah, I was kind of struggling. But, um, you know, Friday evening, we're kind of sitting there on the couch. And um, my wife turns to me and she's like, do you want to go for like a drive to the coast tomorrow? <laughs> And I was like, yes, yes, I do. <laughs> so Saturday we went uh, we went out to the coast, out to Half Moon Bay, and then made our way down to Santa Cruz. And it was just kind of nice to get away. You know, yeah. got ourselves some treats, some saltwater taffy. We went into a place that a um, friend of the show, Anna, 
was like, oh my God, if you're in Santa Cruz, you got to go to this place called the Buttery. And I'm like sending a picture. I'm like, guess where we are right now? <laughs> and it's this amazing pastry shop. Stuff is so good. Um, you know, got my favorite pizza place for lunch. And um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun to just kind of get away and just kind of like detox a little bit while still being safe. Um, and then on um, Sunday, I went out and basically fixed the bus without using my right hand. Oh, yeah. Right How is that I'm, going? Um, I have got a follow-up appointment in two days. It's going to be like my six-week follow-up. Um, so I'm not technically cleared to lift or torque uh-huh. with it yet. I'm still supposed to just be working on range of motion. Granted, I have picked up like, oh, my coffee cup. Right. You know, um, maybe at most a few pounds. Um, definitely not anything heavy. Um, so hopefully uh, in a couple of days, I'm going to get cleared to kind of like slowly start doing some strength training because um, no joke, my right arm has atrophied a little bit compared to my left. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Amber was like, oh, my God, hold your arms out. And she's like, yeah, I can see a difference. And I'm like, seriously? And I go look at him in the mirror. I'm like, oh, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Um, but I was, I was having a, uh, a non-start issue in the bus. I had wanted to take it up to a VW show, not last weekend, but the weekend before. And I get out there in the morning to go to start it and it just won't start. And I'm like, what the flip? Oh. Like, I thought I just fixed this. Um, but then I kind of had a sneaking suspicion of what it might be. And I said, you know what? I'm just doing a new, um, hard start relay. It shortens the distance that the signal, uh, that goes to the starter motor has to travel and i said you know what i'm just doing a brand new like positive battery cable okay and i managed to like do both of them uh primarily left-handed i think wow. i really used my right hand to kind of like maybe carry a tool um but basically just yeah i mean i do this kind of thing where i will like meditate my way through all the steps okay go, okay if i'm what do I need to do? What order do I need to do them in? And how can I do it? So I'm just using my left hand yeah, and my left arm. So I don't tax the muscles and the tendon in my right arm and damned if it didn't work. Hey. So I've been running again. So I, I had a very happy Sunday in that sense. Now it's just, I got to get out and just drive it more often. Yeah. Keep the battery charged up and all that goodness. Well, good. I'm I'm glad you uh, you were able to fix it without um, injuring your arm. <laughs> yes, because that would be bad. Because yeah, we don't uh, we don't need any regression here. Let me yeah. Let me put it this way. I'm glad I have medical insurance. I wish it was like universal and yeah. everything was covered. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad I didn't have to pay full price there you go. on this. Let's put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. John, John, what's making you happy, my friend? All right, I got two things. One is um I um I I can't remember if we had man, this year is flying and it's just I like I can't remember what we have spoken about. I know we talked about when Camilla got uh spayed. Yep. Um and that was a whole a whole thing. Oh, I re- had yep. to record in the living room that one time. That's right. That's right. That's right. Um so during that time my PC uh died on me. I remember that. And it was a, yes. a whole big thing. Oh, that yes, you do remember this because it was a whole big thing because uh, that's where I uploaded our podcast to, and I couldn't get access to it any other way. Yeah. 
Thank you for reminding myself, John, that I need to um, add that to my new PC, which, you know, leads into me. I built, well, I bought the all the parts and had a friend build me a brand new computer. Uh, it oh, is nice. it is awesome. He found me, believe it or not, a, a GPU at cost. Oh, very nice. Graphic cards right now are just out of yeah. this world expensive. And he found me a, a 3060 Ti at at retail, which is um, way better than what I had before, uh, it's it's running really smoothly. My uh, I you know I technically could have recorded from there today because I actually also got um, a new travel microphone that I'm just using as my computer microphone now. Okay, cool. I, cool. I bought a Yeti Nano for that. So anyway, so that's one thing that's making me happy. The other thing that's making me happy is uh, I got a promotion at a. Uh, at my job, yeah, right on. Um, and I am now um, a member of the staff at, at my Excellent. job, which is uh, which is really great. Um, yeah, very cool. Uh, Congratulations! Thank you. Won't lie to anyone. Very stressful. Very stressed out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, it's that I'll tell you off air about it more. But I uh, I tried to take a um, a twenty minute nap, which ended up with me just laying down for a full hour. Oh uh, boy. Yeah, it's fine. Um, uh, hey, I look. I I've still got my fingers crossed that you can make Saturday evening happen. Yeah, for, I mean, I, I'm sure I can. I don't think I don't know why I can't. We got to figure that out too. Yeah. Oh, oh with the Spotify thing. Yeah. 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 Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Put it on the to do list. There you go. Uh, but yeah, those are the two things that are that are making me. Uh, Making me happy this fortnight. New computer and nice. the uh, and the promotion, which you know. Congrats, dude! Thank that's, you. That's really really cool. Yeah, very stoked for you. Very very excited for all of that. All right. Oh, let's make sure we get John's takes on Jody and Chibs leaving. Yes. So I was actually going to because we found out about that while we were still on vacation. Correct. And I was going to just send you an audio file, and I forgot to do it. Oh, okay. Um, so, I i mean, look, we'd heard the rumors for a long time. Mm-hmm. I'm sure the pandemic didn't help anything. Um, and I, I think the thing that is more surprising to me is that Chibnall's leaving as well. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I mean, uh, the pandemic really screwed up everything. He had the plan, and then, you know, he had the pivot on the plan. But I assume he's still going to get to do what he wants to do with, with his story. Well, I, I kind of get the feeling that that's the case based on our, our one piece of who news. Ah, yes. Which I, I will, I'll bring up here and read, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm sad that Jody's leaving. I like Jody. No, um, I agree. I, I agree. I get, I get it, but also it's just, it's just a bummer. Cause it feels like, we were just getting somewhere, and then, like I've said 14 times already, the pandemic happened, and it kind of st- stalled it out a little bit. And, yeah, I, I think I think when it's all said and done, I think this run of Doctor Who will be, will be it'll be pretty good. I, that, that is certainly my hope, and that is kind of the vibe that I get off the synopsis that's been released. Yeah. Um, I still don't love the fact that our, you know, 
our our like twelve or thirteen episode seasons got knocked down to ten. Yeah, and I don't like. Oh, that. because of the pandemic, we're only getting eight. Well, now technically we're only getting six because two of those eight are getting spread into next year, and it just I'm like, yeah, you guys are giving us less and less. Yeah, but they are doing this whole like you know one big story arc, which you know, granted. It has been kind of entertaining people going like, wow, one whole story arc. That's crazy. That's never been done. And everybody's like, um, trial of a time Lord. Anyone? <laughs> it's, it's been done. We're the only ones that like it in the universe. <laughs> it feels that way sometimes. It really does. It does. Um, but, but BBC uh, America in conjunction with AMC channels has released a promotional summary of season 13 um, uh, through, through deadline. Um, and I'm going to read it for you. So um, maybe, maybe drop spoiler. I don't know. I don't think there's going to be spoilers in this. But right. if you just want to ring that cloister bell for the fun of it, we can. All right, let's do it. Okay. It's very low, but it's there. It is. It's off in the distance. All right. Anyway, she's back. The 13th Doctor is returning for the 13th series in what is set to be a six-part event serial. Uh, since their last epic battle and revolution of the Daleks, the Doctor and Yaz have been exploring the universe together, but we don't get to see the... Oh, wait, no. That's <laughs> my feelings on it. Um, but with the Doctor now questioning everything about her past... Um, Everything about her past there, she this needs a comma. She will <laughs> undoubtedly be searching for answers. I'm sorry, I'm an editor by trade. I know, I know. This adrenaline-fueled semicolon, universe-spanning series, that should be a comma, uh, will also see an addition to the TARDIS with actor and comedian John Bishop joining the cast as Dan Lewis, who will quickly learn there's more to the universe than he could ever believe because the universe is bigger than Liverpool. Um, Jacob Anderson is also set to make his debut on Doctor Who is recurring, and I misspelled it, character Vinder. Now, I'm excited for Vinder. Vinder looks cool. Yeah, man. I'm really hoping we see him in like more than one episode. Um, Jacob Anderson's new role will see him join forces with the Doctor Yaz and Dan as the Doctor faces her biggest ever adventure. Series 13 is set to introduce some terrifying new adversaries and the return of truly iconic old enemies. Expect action, fun, scares, extraordinary new worlds as the Doctor and her friends confront a deadly evil ellipses okay so there we go questioning her past so we kind of get this whole timeless children thing played out a bit um searching for answers so hopefully we get a bit more uh gallifrey we hopefully we get more of the um um the, the division the division yeah yes um hopefully fingers crossed we come across the ruth doctor again i can only hope yeah i hope so i can only hope um so yeah we shall see we yeah man see. i think i might want to rewatch the finale again you know, that probably wouldn't be a bad idea leading yeah. up to this because i mean it has it's, it's not fresh in our minds anymore no um and i haven't really brought it up previously and i don't really have a link to anything to add to the show notes but there is kind of like um an arg at work um currently with oh yeah have you not heard about this no okay so 
somebody noticed in like the the promo stuff that came out at uh comic-con at home time um that there is like i think i want to say it's like you know whatever it is uh bbcdoctorwho.com slash mystery and so they are slowly peppering out clues in promotional materials like there was recently like just a few days ago a picture of dan yaz and the doctor um in front of a wall that had a lot of graffiti on it Uh uh-huh well, down in the lower left-hand quarter, sorry, the lower left-hand corner, there were um, some GPS coordinates, which I think, oh, if no. I remember reading right, it, it you know pointed out where like Yaz's apartment was, but one of the numbers was in a different color than the other, so that people are saying is part of a clue. Oh boy, yeah, this is not. And I knew you, I knew you'd I been knew. traveling. I knew you were busy, so I'm like, <laughs> I'm not just going to spring this on him in like a Twitter DM. Oh, this is not because that's going to derail his day. Oh no. Yeah. Okay, Taylor. Well, I mean, just you got to just have at it now. Just let's let's deep dive. We know we love these things. Yeah. Well, for what it's worth, there are people out there who are really combing and collating and getting these clues together because apparently there is some sort of password you're supposed to enter on that web page. Oh um, yeah, I just I found it already. The password. The whole password. Um, I think so. Where did where did it go? Hold on, I just found it. Oh, interesting. Remote Romana. The password is not okay. So is the, uh, maybe that's maybe that isn't actually <laughs> okay. Never mind. I'm assuming I'm assuming people have also just tried password as the password. So yes, maybe may not be that. Oh boy. Okay. Yep. Well, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready when you are. <laughs> Possibly after, not after this podcast, but maybe not immediately after because I will probably be pretty tired at that point. Yeah. Just just hit me up with the with all the deets and we'll, all right. I'll see what I can find because I haven't been necessarily bookmarking every last thing. All right. Well, let's. I mean, maybe this will that'll be a new segment weekly on yes. the show. <laughs> the Where arc. are we in the mystery now? Yeah. It is. It is. It is. It is, it is called Find the Doctor. So, oh, I love a good arg. Yeah. Love a good arg. All right. I know. You are a sucker for that. <laughs> that's our only uh that's our only news item this, this yeah, week. There there is some I mean, there's some neat big finish stuff coming up. Missy's Missy series three uh, yes. comes out next month. I pre ordered that this week, so um I'm looking forward to that, especially after <laughs> here's a funny thing. Um Friday night we do movie night, so Perrin picks the uh there's a, a loud house movie. Loud House is a Nickelodeon series. Okay. And and the the family, it's, you know, a mom and dad and, like, a brother who's got, like, ten sisters. Okay. Okay. Well, they go to Scotland. And so they're, they're on a vacation. They're in Scotland. And, like, right off the bat, I'm like, okay, I recognize this accent. That's David Tennant. <laughs> and, of course, the, the female character who's kind of on the same level as David Tennant's character, I'm like, okay, that voice sounds familiar. I'm like, can't quite place it, but that... All right, let's just go look at IMDb. Oh, look, it's Michelle Gomez. <laughs> of course. And then from that point on, I'm like, all right, I've got Missy. I've got 10. I can watch this and just have fun with it. Great. Amazing. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Ugh, love it. It's on Netflix if you want to see it. All right. Well, maybe Ali will check it out. <laughs> okay, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's get to our episode, shall Indeed. we? 
Let's this week, we watched The Girl in the Fireplace, an episode I cannot believe we haven't watched before. I know. But, you know, we haven't watched them all yet, folks. Uh, starring David Tennant as the doctor, Billy Piper as Rose, uh, Sophia Miles as Renette, and Paul Casey as the Clockwork Man. It was written by the Stephen Moffat, and it was directed by Euros Lynn. It first aired May 6, 2006. Is the fourth story of season two, and we have a slew of story notes brought to us by the fine folks over at TARDIS Wikia. So, Taylor, take it away. Indeed, indeed. Well, A, we love a good working title, and some of the working titles for this episode were Madame de Pompadour, um, or Every Tick of My Heart, okay. which I think was an 80s power ballad, too. It had to have been. Um, yeah, or uh, Raynette and the Lonely Angel. I think maybe cut off the Raynette. I think the Lonely Angel would have been interesting, but I mean, then you have the Weeping Angels, maybe too much of an angel theme going on. Yeah, that's true. But, uh, I mean, uh, these are okay, I guess. <laughs> I think they did the uh, the right thing. Well, as seen in the Doctor Who Confidential episode script to screen, Arthur the horse was not allowed to set foot in the ballroom in the climactic scene. The various elements of the Doctor riding Arthur through the mirror, so the horse, the mirror breaking, and the reactions of the extras in the ballroom all had to be filmed at separate times and then composited together. Huh. Well, I wonder... Why that? Oh, did they not want him scuffing up the ballroom? Probably, Maybe. yeah, or pooping on it. You know, yeah. horses do that. One of those, one of those two things. Yeah, more than likely. And and honestly, I think if you don't know this fact ahead of time and you watch the episode, you you don't really notice it. But once you kind of like notice, once you know, oh yeah, this is all layered together, and you watch, you're like, oh, I can kind of see it just a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. <clears throat> So, interesting fact, Sophia Miles' dress in the ballroom scene was originally worn by Helen Mirren in the movie The Madness of King George. Oh, interesting. Yep. Speaking of which, worth noting, Sophia Miles uh, still scheduled to be at Gallifrey One next year. Yeah. Um, I won't lie. I'm nervous about Gallifrey One at this point. Me too. Um, <laughs> and there's, like, no news coming out of that camp at all. So, I'm like, hmm. I know that if if things were getting really bad, they'd say something. I know that they're responsible. I know that they wouldn't try to put on a convention if the pandemic is raging too much out of control. Yeah. So I'm I'm just resting my my trust in that, but I won't lie, there's part of me that's a little nervous. Like I'm definitely not buying a plane ticket yet. Fair enough. Uh, and at this point I might just drive. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. All right. Got some time to figure it out. Raynette is the first non-companion character to kiss the doctor on screen. Well, then. Yeah. On screen, eh? No, I'm just... on, yeah, I know. It's like, how many, how many other guest stars have kissed the doctor on screen? Uh, Who knows? Um, anyway, Sophia Miles had actually stated in an interview on Doctor Who Confidential that she didn't have to audition for the role of Madame de Pompadour. She was offered it. Wow. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, this was also originally planned as the second episode of this series. Uh, however, when Russell T. Davies realized how experimental it had become in Stephen Moffat's hands, <laughs> he decided to move it to the fourth episode in running order. Feels right. Yep. Feels right. That is Moffat for you. 
Um, some of the spaceship sets are actually redressed from Satellite 5, which we saw in the Ninth Doctor episode, The Long Game, oh. which I also haven't reviewed. No. Um, in particular, the room with the fireplace was adapted from the Observation Deck set. Interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> in the original script, it was uh, that the mind meld with the Doctor is what actually attracts the clockwork robots to Raynette. Uh, Rose then offers Madame de Pompadour a gem that could erase all signs of contact with the doctor from her mind. But she, but she refuses because she doesn't want to forget him. Yeah, well, man, I'm glad they reworked that because yep. uh, Rose having to go find a gem. That, what is what yeah. is this? Zelda? Yep. What is happening? It. You know what? It's dangerous to go alone. Yes. Here, take this. Yes. Well, lastly, the script originally contained out-of-order meetings between the Doctor and Raynette in which she recalls seeing him at her convent school, which she later visits. Oh, well, we know where the elements of that were uh, put Precisely. Into. Yeah. Interesting. <clears throat> yep. Very interesting. Very interesting, indeed. Yes, indeed. All <laughs> right, Taylor. I haven't heard in a while. Got a world-famous synopsis for you, so take it away. I will, but I have to say it's so much better coming from your mouth because when I introduce it myself, it sounds really, <laughs> really pompous. Well. So I'm happy to have you back. <laughs> happy to be back, sir. Excellent. Excellent. Well, here we go. The Dr. Rose and, well, that other guy arrive on a spaceship in the 51st century. No time agents about, but the power of the spaceship is being used to punch holes back to 18th century France and the life of Madame de Pompadour. Uh, rather snazzy-looking clockwork droids are terrorizing Raynette until she's ready. Uh, can the Doctor Rose and the horse figure out when Raynette will be ready and possibly stop the droids from going all off with her head? They'll have to if they want to save the girl in the fireplace. Also, please don't ever place actual girls in fireplaces. That's not a safe place for them. Absolutely not. We do not condone the placing of anyone in a fireplace. Indeed, indeed. Uh, another important PSA from your friends yeah. at Podcastica. There you go. All right, Taylor, before we get into uh, those sweet, sweet talking points, how did you feel about this episode revisiting it? Uh, how many years later? Many, oh, God, 15? Jeez, yeah. I know. <clears throat> um, I'll be honest. I mean, it, it, it is a good story. You can clearly see both Moffat's touch um, and that, that kind of like time traveler's wife kind of influence yeah on it where 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 everything's that kind of out of order and you can't really control necessarily when you arrive yes um it, I, it's kind of funny because i like that very first time that you know they see renette and she's what like seven or eight yeah and then he's like he's you know and it's basically like, wait, I'll be right back. And he comes back and it's been like 10 years. I'm like, wait a second. Moffat totally recycled this <laughs> with Amy Pond and 11. I'm like, that's hilarious. He did. He absolutely How have I did. not noticed that before. Um, it is, it is good. It, I think it holds up pretty well over time. Yeah. I don't I think there was really anything where I was kind of like, oh yeah, I remember liking this originally, but not so much now. 
but I still think it's funny because I, I see stuff where it's like, oh, there it is, the party doctor. And, you know, there's always, always somebody who's like, I'm going to cosplay the party doctor. And it's like, man, that really stuck with some people, didn't it? It, it really did. And we'll, we'll talk about it <clears throat> a little a little more here. I, I also agree. Good story. Yeah. Um, it was nice to revisit it. I I love the the clockwork droids or whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the design of them, and I, you know I just like I like the story just overall. I thought all of the all of the elements uh, worked pretty well, and I mean w- that brings us to our first talking point, which I, I I know I feel like we made a conscious decision on the show not to talk about uh, the person who plays Mickey. I can't honestly remember if we actually ever addressed that in in a way and i will say that was one thing when i picked this episode i was like do we want to do do we want to do an episode that has mickey in it and it's like well you know we kind of if we want to review everything we still got some mickey stuff to get through um and you you posed the question does mickey serve any purpose in this story and i think he does Okay. Just to uh, and uh, I did not look at the episode before this, but clearly this is Mickey's first uh, first time traveling. Episode before this is school reunion. Ah, okay. There you go. So that makes yeah. sense. So wow, back to back. I know for the right? doctor. Goodness, emotional episodes for our doctor. But yes, I think. It, it just kind of, you know, because Mickey, the the character Mickey, which we will try and separate from uh, the person who plays him, he is he's feeling very not included in his in his I I assume still girlfriend's life, yeah, and he wants to share this this part of her of her life with her, um, and I think it just serves the purpose because he gets to see firsthand feel like pretty much everything that rose has gone through except for you know like i don't think there were any deaths in this episode were there um i don't think anyone was killed no not on camera yeah yeah not on camera not of anyone that like rose had gotten close to the only person she'd gotten close to is renette and maybe the horse and maybe the horse and both of the well they you know at least did they were not murdered that we know yes. of. and <laughs> i mean the only the only like really like holy crap moment is when you know we, we didn't have the parts uh yeah so i mean uh, it, it was interesting to see him kind of be like when they they have that little and also like if you really think about it the doctor's kind of going off on his own a lot here yes so they kind of need someone for for um rose to play off of and i think that's a fair point i think it works pretty well to where it's like what is what is that that one scene where he leaves uh where the doctor leaves and they have like that that cute little scene where he goes he said not to look for it yeah he did and then they both smirk and go and do it anyways mm -hmm. So I mean that's fun and it's like yeah. there's there's some stuff with that and um I think if he wasn't here I mean I will say right now we would have gotten that that weird gem storyline so <laughs> I mean <laughs> I, I while you know it's it is hard to separate when we we when things come out about people and then you watch them and you're like ugh yeah. um I think he did serve a purpose 
was it like the biggest purpose of all time? I mean, he did suggest smashing through the window. Well, that's true. <laughs> but, I'll give you that. But I mean, it, you know, it, it was. And he also could tell like at the end, like, because, you know, usually Rose is the only one that gets to see the sadness. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Oh, this is major. Hey, show me the rest of this uh, this spaceship here. Yeah, let's give our let's give our uh, our drivers some room here. Yeah, okay. I I will absolutely give you that because really, you know, me watching it and and look, I won't lie. I I think probably you know not separating the character from the actor as much while I was watching is probably influencing, you know, my, my attitude toward it at the moment. I was kind of like, I don't feel like he's doing anything. You know, I feel, I feel, I felt like that we could have gone through this episode, you know, Mickey could have stumbled into a closet and gotten stuck there. And we would have had almost the same episode, but you make very good points. And I, and I will agree with you on them. I think, I think having, having someone there for Rose to bounce off of because the doctor is separated from yeah. her so much. Yeah. And I mean, um, we wouldn't have gotten yeah. the, the great, like you can't keep the horse. I let you keep Mickey. Yes. We wouldn't run <laughs> that line. So this is true. We, without that, we wouldn't have some pretty decent jabs at Mickey's character. So. Yeah. So, and there's that too. I'm not saying like that needs, everyone needs to separate the character from the actor like it, it, i'm i'm just saying in in reviewing this episode we we kind of have to or else yeah. this it'll just be a whole a whole thing yeah and and really and truly i mean you know we 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 addressed it at the time in so much as stating that we on podcasting will will always you know believe experiencers inside with them and you know ah uh, yes we did we did not bring up the actual no, yeah. because you know, you want to you know hash out those details. You can go find an article. You can go read everybody reacting to it on Twitter or whatever. You know what what's important is you know being allies and being supporters of those who um, are suffering most in situations like that. Yeah, you know. So there we go. There's that. <clears throat> there you have it. So yeah, I mean. I- I, I feel like he did serve a purpose, but I can also see like, yeah, he could have fallen into a closet and hey, Rose, I found this gem. I've forgotten <laughs> everything now. I just that gem <laughs> thing's gonna stick with me. Like, <laughs> that is like some first draft <clears throat> nonsense. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> she found there's, a there's gem. A... What? Like, yeah. I don't even know where that fits in this. I would like <sighs> Moffat come back to come back to Gallifrey so I can stand in a 40 minute line to ask you about this gem. (laughs) Oh my goodness. So I think overall, I just kind of want to talk about um, our Madame de Pompadour. Uh, I I think just the first interaction, I, I, I loved it. I thought that was, that was great. It was just like very, like very kids gloves. Yeah. With, with our, our, our child, uh, Madame, and I just really loved that whole interaction. I just thought it was just just so fun and so just like you know, tenant just being playing it cool throughout the conversation. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, yeah, it was just and, and not even batting the eye at oh, there's somebody in my fireplace talking to me. Yeah, yeah, not at all. Just like it, it's just and then and then you know he goes he finds the little uh, 
Oh, he doesn't want to call it a magic door, but I thought that was funny too. Mm-hmm. You know, and he goes through and they have another like interaction that's just like, hey, uh, it's me. It's sorry. Just trying to figure out what's going on here. And I just think the way they told this story was was a lot of fun. And obviously, you know, we get like the she's she's in love with him. He, I, I assume, is in love with her or falls for her at least. On some level. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then it becomes like a big old heartbreaky thing <laughs> again. <laughs> and I think the thing I, I wanted to touch on is we do get the mind meld. Yeah. And, you know, we're opening doors and closing doors. And the, the doctor apparently doesn't realize that uh, any doors that he goes through, she can go through. Right. And we actually get a really kind of nice scene transition at one point where where Renette goes through the tapestry and it just transitions right into the spaceship. Yeah. <clears throat> and I she says she she says something to him to where it 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 seems like she knows more than she's letting on. Mm-hmm. And I feel like she almost gives a hint as to like cuz she does say Doctor Who, name of the show, folks. <laughs> uh and I I think she she almost alludes to maybe finding out the secret, which would be, I assume, the doctor's name. There is kind of a hint of that. Yeah. Isn't there? So do you do you think that she she is one of the what two three people that know the doctor's name? Um, I think it's more fun to believe. Yeah. You know that's for sure. Um, I, I mean, really, you could sit there and and kind of argue it one way or the other, six to one half dozen, you know, kind of thing. Um, but I think it. I think it makes it more fun if we go, you know, oh, yeah, here's the doctor walking around in her mind. And Renette's like, oh, well, hey, look what I'm finding. I'm, I'm strolling around in, in, in your mind. Yeah. And why not? Why not come across his name? Yeah, why not? Uh, so, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but sure. isn't this, you know, kind of in that same, um, I think, kind of that same point in the episode you know, I feel like this is one of the very few times that a character gets advanced warning about their own future. Oh, very advanced warning, yes. Right? Isn't that always, like, such a no-no when it comes to, like, time travel stories? Yeah, that feels like it 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 surely breaks a lot of boundaries in time travel as to when mm-hmm. she is on the ship and hears herself yes. telling, basically, she tells herself what to say. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's very weird. Um, cause I, I feel like that, that breaks some, breaks some rules. Yeah. I mean, it, it's completely, it, it is a, it is now a closed time like loop. Yes. Yes. Right. It is. She wouldn't know to say that then had she not ended up there before. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think there's one thing that I, I'm looking at my notes right now and I, I just kind of want to bring this up and see how you feel about it. Do you, think, do you think Rose was jealous of her? <clears throat> I I feel like there may have been a twinge, but I also and I know that it may this the, the let's say the final draft of this story. Um, I don't know if it was written with the knowledge of school reunion. Right. Oh, right. Because right, of the running order. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I'm not 100% sure if Moffat was aware of like, oh, I'm going to read the script for school reunion so I can make sure that anything that I do in my story doesn't, 
you know, contradict it. <clears throat> okay. Okay. But I, I, I feel like in watching order, I feel like looking at Rose in this story on the heels of kind of, you know, having that jealousy in school reunion and kind of like spending time with Sarah Jane and kind of working through it, so to speak. Yeah. I don't, I don't feel like, you know, she's as jealous as she might have been otherwise in this story. Like, I think there's a, I think there's a little twitch. I think that's, that may just be like natural thing that, that might just be like, I mean, that could even just be that, that whole, you know, um, like unfair image of beauty where somebody goes, Oh my gosh, look at her. She's so much prettier than I am, Mm. you know? And you kind of get down on yourself. Yeah. Right. Which is just dumb stuff that we do to our stuff or ourself. Um, I mean, (laughs) you know, so there might be a little bit of that, but I don't feel like there's that jealousy, like what we see in school reunion. Okay. I do like, yeah, it it does make sense. I mean, I feel like there was, there was a line where, um, Rose says they she says like why her but she doesn't mm-hmm. like she doesn't she doesn't say anything more than that until um she says it directly to the doctor I feel after he well and you can also see when she when he busts through the um the window and closes mm-hmm. the little the the portal she uh she looks pretty mad but also sad so um I, I don't know. She, I mean, and then he's cl- he clearly wants to take her on the TARDIS. He, uh, yeah, I he, definitely get that. He clearly wants to bring her with them, and mm-hmm. but I feel like she does ask the question why. I mean, I know she asks it to the robots or our droids, mm-hmm. but she also asks it to to him. But I think she might catch herself, um, and she kind of follows up why her, not just like why her are you bringing her like why is it her that you're giving so much attention to right so i don't know could be could be could not be um i feel yeah i've i agree like maybe if this was the running order two maybe Mm -hmm. it it wouldn't feel as as i i don't know yeah i don't know if jealousy is the the word i'm looking for but Mm, I, i i think it is i mean i don't know that i'd quite call it envy I will also maybe maybe a little bit. Yeah, I will also say uh just, you know, we won't tr- try to talk about Mickey too much longer, but I feel like <laughs> earlier Mickey if he had s- witnessed this, he would have been like, "Oh, Rose doesn't like so much now, huh?" <laughs> you know, he would have said some some dumb nonsense. Yes. But I feel like he at least recognizes like, "Oh, this is not the time." Let's uh, show me that pool in that library in the TARDIS that I've heard so much about. Yeah, right. So we, we, we can at least, you know, take a modicum of comfort from the fact that his character is maturing. Uh, yes. Um, you, one thing I, I've got to gotta say that I loved so with the whole kind of like clockwork theme throughout this whole story <clears throat> is, and excuse me, my I still swear my throat is not the same after having been intubated once. Oh boy. Um, it just, it gets tired very fast now. Um, and I know I'm clearing my throat a lot. Anyway, um, uh, there's that part early on and the doctor is in Renette's room and there's the ticking of the clock sound. And then he looks at the clock and he's like, wait, the clock's broken. Yes. And you still hear the ticking clock sound. And that, 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 just feels like such a classic Moffat move. <laughs> yes. I, and also like he's going through that speech where it's like, oh, you know, two clocks 
would uh would be would sound weird and that's why uh you know you break the one clock and make the other clock and i'm like the the clock that's going right now is insanely loud i would yes. be putting into question why is this clock so loud but that's just me i guess <laughs> poor lubrication absolutely and i mean speaking of our clockwork droids yeah what a, a as the doctor says just a just a beautiful design oh completely i completely i love the clockwork droids i think uh, i would love to see them i don't know how make a comeback they don't have to look like you know vic this is not victorian era is it yeah uh no no, no this is um pre-victorian they don't have so, to, yeah. They don't have to look like pre-Victorian uh, mask party goers. Um, they could look like something else. I think it'd be cool to see them come back in some capacity. It would be fun. Uh, I, I absolutely agree with that. Love the design. I love the short. I even love the short teleport. Even though it's like that doesn't really make sense, but whatever. I'm not. I'm not. You know, too. Uh, it doesn't take me too much out of it. No, it it doesn't. I mean, yeah, a quick jump. Okay, sure. You yeah. know, at least it's not, you know, using the sonic screwdriver to open every single door you come across. Yeah, absolutely. Clearly, yes, absolutely. We were just that. lighting candles with the with the sonic at this point. Yes, right. <laughs> Which is fine. It's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, so I love the design of them. I like everything about them. Their little swords, the mm-hmm. way they moved. Um, the very, very steampunky. Yeah. Little, you know cutting devices they had and stuff i liked that oh yeah their voices were great too mm-hmm. loved their voices very unique uh and their yep. ship i mean we talked about it a little bit um in the in the story notes love the ship design um mm-hmm. granted they did reuse it but i didn't care it looks great I, you know honestly the exterior of the ship literally the shape of it, it's like two rotating yeah cabins. like that's so you know unlike what you would typically yeah it's very unique in terms of spaceship design i really like the exterior of the ship a lot yeah the exterior was great uh the the interior was also very interesting uh the the use of of uh human parts to put together the uh the ship was also a creepy element uh the heart we saw was pretty cool looking and i mean all of um inside the manor I guess that's what I'm calling it. I thought sure. I thought that all looked really cool as well. The exteriors, oh, that that great shot of her and um, I assume her friend walking hand in hand in the garden. Such a mm-hmm. man, just like great exterior shots there. Just a really yeah. just the greenest of the green. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah, with all that yardage out there, love it. Absolutely yeah. love it. And yeah, I mean. We do get I I I know uh, we get the we get a couple of pretty good lines here. I mean, we get quote unquote drunk doctor, party doctor, whatever you want to call yep. him. Yeah. Um. I also really love the line when he. I think it's when he goes back. He he finds the that she um cre- recreated the fireplace. Oh yes. And he goes back to Rose and she, and she says, "You've been gone for five and a half hours." And he says, always wait five and a half hours uh, and put that on the ribbon list for sure. Yes. Always wait five and a half hours. I thought that was just that's just a really just funny line. And the whole party doctor stuff was was fun. 
Oh, also, I forgot to mention the the inside of the ship when they were carrying around the um, I they called them fire extinguishers, right? Yes. It felt like they were in some weird uh, laser tag arena. <laughs> you know, I hadn't thought about that, but that's a very good point. Love it. Great stuff. Um, we got anything else before we want to want to head on out? Um, you know, <clears throat> I will say this: one of the reasons, um. Like at one point, I think it's Rose is like, well, why don't we just use the TARDIS? Yes. And the doctor goes, we can't. We're part of events now, you know? And I'm like, I don't see how that makes a difference now, even if you are part of event. Part of that event could be using the TARDIS. Yeah. You know? And may- maybe I'm just oversimplifying things or, you know, maybe it's just a bit of hand wavium. I'm not sure. Mm, I don't know. But. I don't know. Wanted to at least mention it. I'm like, look, I don't think being part of events has stopped the doctor from using the TARDIS in the past. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. So why here? I don't know. I don't All know. Right. I can't, I couldn't tell you. That's okay. Oh, and then we find out the name of the ship is the uh, SS uh, Madame Pompadour. Madame de Pompadour. Yep. And that's exactly, that's exactly the, that kind of like, you know, here it is, the last shot. That's why it's like, oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Oh, it makes all all the sense now, which is just like, well, I guess they they were never mind. It's just like, why didn't? How did they not put that together? Like they were on computers and stuff. Yeah, you would think that would be on a display. <laughs> was that somewhere? on the DOS display? Like, come on, the C prompt, but it was menu. the MDP font. I don't know. <laughs> C colon backslash backslash <laughs> madam dash. D dash pompadour dot exe. Yeah. What? I don't get it. Why wasn't it there? (laughs) Why didn't they see it? Oh, well. All right. Because you can't have a file name that long. No. No, you can't. All right. I'm going to start hitting these buttons, huh? Hit them. I've missed them. Oh, yeah. It's been a while. I've got all the machinery I need. Stand back. It's time. You know, it's the saddest thing. Like, Duggan has all the machinery that he needed, but, um, our clockwork droids didn't have the parts. Well, that's it for us this week, folks. Join us again in two weeks. No, uh, d- all right, Duggan scale. Um, I mean, we had some smashing. There were definitely there were definitely some smashes. Smashing through some uh, through some some glass. Um, knocking, Granted, not throwing a chair. No, but throwing an entire horse. <laughs> yes. So uh, that there's that. We had. Um, uh, I mean, the only other thing I can think of is the is the droid being pushed over and, and smashing. Yes, there Those... is that. Um, I mean, obviously there was the 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 clockwork droids kind of crashing the party. Yes, you pushing know, it's not around. kind of like yeah. classic classic Duggan fisticuffs. No. Um, I mean, hor- I think we're our rating solely uh, is is based on how we how cool we think the horse crashing through. The window was. Well, yeah, that is going to carry the the bulk of the weight. Yeah. In this score, I'm, you know, it's it's one scene out of an entire episode, but it is pretty cool. Yeah, it is. I'm kind of leaning, kind of in that, you know, I'm just going to give it a five kind of range. Okay. All right. I'm I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to go a little lower. I'm going to go uh, four and a half. Yeah. Just that's, four that's and a half. Yeah, we're usually kind of a half a point from each other. Yep, feels feels right. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'm hit. I'm hitting more buttons. Let's do it. Do it. 
gathering close, it's time for the behind the close game. <laughs> great maniacal laugh. No, oh, thank you. Just a great maniacal laugh. Thank All right, you, Taylor, what, what are we thinking here, scare-wise? I think I pitched myself down a little bit on that, too. Um, <laughs> you know, it is it is a story that is a little tense at times. It's got one good jump scare early on. Yeah. Um, you know, the rest of the story, it's not particularly scary. I feel like it's spooky. Okay. You know, like... I can imagine sitting there with like a younger child. I mean, I totally think my kids can handle this at this point. Yeah. And you know, they open the thing and there's, there's a heart <laughs> yeah. in there and it's kind of like, Oh, Ooh, what is that doing there? Um, but rather than being like, Oh, it's this, you know, wet dripping, like tense, creepy looking heart. It's like, Oh, it's a heart hooked to a bunch of machinery. It's, it's almost, you know, uh, um, creates more a quizzical response than a kind of visceral, you gross, you know, get it away from me response. Yeah. Um, and again, that's, that's kind of Moffat for you. It's, it's, it's more that spooky vibe Mm -hmm. than that, you know, straight up, you know, shock and, and, jump scares and lots of screaming although i will say i'm gonna ding this episode for it there was that obnoxious alarm bell once ah yes in the episode and i just was like oh god that i I just i want to destroy that sound file (laughs) across all of existence oh yeah and i hate it so much awful 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 (laughs) so bad so yeah okay well we did it I'm back. You did. Yeah. Happy to have you back, my friend. Happy to be back. And I'm happy to uh to figure out what we're watching next time. So Taylor, yeah. it's, it's your turn. I you know what? I I'm as in the mood for some John Pertwee. Um and I of course like more than halfway through my work day today, I was like, Oh, I still need to pick the episode. I better figure that out. And my first few thoughts I went and I looked and they were all six parters. And I'm like, oh, I'm not going to do that, John. Thank you. You're welcome. I'll get You're there welcome. again. I'll get there again. Yeah, I know. It's okay. It's okay. It's Life is busy right now for me, too, so I get it. Um, but honestly, there's not a lot of Pertwee stories left that we have not, have not reviewed really? that are four-parters. Oh, that are four-parters. There's going to have a point where we're just going to have to suck it up and do some six-parters. Oh, yeah. Um, so my first choice was out. My second choice was out. And then I'm like, okay, let's take a look at each season and go, which four parters haven't we done? So next time we are doing day of the Daleks. I can't believe we have, there's a Dalek story we haven't done. There is a Dalek story we haven't done. Um, these are going to be some interesting story notes because, well, I'll leave that for next time. Okay. But it is starring John Pertwee as the doctor. Katie Manning as Joe Grant. Uh, it's written by Lewis Marks and directed by Paul Bernard. Awesome. Excited. I I hope that excitement continues through. Oh, no. Is this the worst Dalek story? <laughs> it. Some of the story notes I saw were like, um, folks didn't like this episode. Oh, boy. So, much. so we will see. We, All we, right. but we will do what we do best is we will find the best parts. We'll find a way. Of the worst of stuff. and Sleep no more, work. folks. Go listen to it. No kidding. <laughs> no kidding. All right. So you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at The Podcastica. 
You can follow me on Twitter at JP Thrice, and you can follow Taylor on Twitter at BusBuddha71. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify. Just search Podcastica. Look for Taylor and I as little cartoony people coming out of a cartoony TARDIS. <laughs> Please rate and review us as well. And uh, you can head on over to SoundCloud.com slash the N-O-T-L-G, and that has everything in one spot. Uh, shop.spreadshirt.com slash N-O-T-L-G if you would like to um, purchase something in the shirt variety, head on over to that link. Yeah, gotta, you can get cartoony us on your chat. You can. You can absolutely do that. And um, you can get tote bags, mugs, whole bunch of stuff over there. Uh, and if you just want to donate to us monetarily, we do have a Patreon, patreon.com slash N-O-T-L-G. Uh, and you know what? Yeah, we're we're still, it's still happening, folks. It oh, might yeah. be happening uh, to the extreme soon enough. Um, I read something about, no, you know what? Never mind. That was a parody article. I won't even mention it. <laughs> won't even put it out in the airwaves, but you know, we got the Delta variant going around. It's uh running rampant down here. Yeah. Um, so make sure you're supporting your local shops any way you can, because who knows, who knows? We don't. Um, <laughs> all right, everyone. You know, you, you know what we do know though? Masks work. Vaccines work. Yeah, they do. I mean, I was masked up. I'm walking around Sin City. I will tell you one thing, Taylor. I mean, for being a city of sin, man, did a lot of stuff close early. (laughs) Really? Yeah, we went to tried to go to um, Hash House of Go Go, which is. Oh yeah. I'm sure if you uh, watch Man vs. Food or have ever been to Vegas, you know. I've been. Yep. Love it. Well, we ended up. We did go to an off strip location that was just by itself. But there was one in a hotel. I got super excited, like to the mm-hmm. point where people were like, "Wow, you really love this place!" And I was like, "I'm excited. Let's go!" And it was they closed. It that that location is open from seven a.m. to twelve p.m. Wow, that's short. That's it. Wow. And a lot of stuff was closing at six. The casino. Yep. Oh, oh, I forgot to tell you, we played Kiss Mini Golf. It was great. Wow. It was so cool. Um, but after we left, it was like seven thirty. The casino was just completely dead. It was very, wow. it was very weird. That is weird. Very, wow. very weird. But you know what? We know vaccines work. We know masks work. Indeed. We'll, we'll see how well both of those work after my COVID test. I'm sure I'll be fine. Fingers crossed and good vibes for John, everyone. There we go. Listen, it was fully paid. I was covering it for the website I work for. It is a risk I took, and we'll see. All right. I'm of yeah, I knew what I was doing. I was very nervous. I had hand sanitizer with me at all times. Excellent. It was yeah. anyway, guys, we're rambling. And by we I mean me. So yeah, we're both rambling. <laughs> join us again next time for Day of the Daleks and we will talk to you guys then. See ya. See ya. Rose having to go find a gem and <laughs> What is what yeah. is this Zelda? Yep. What is happening? It you know what? It's dangerous to go alone. Yes. Here take this. Yes. <laughs>